welcome to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss the how-to of creating conscious leadership for business, life and the world. With ordinary people doing extraordinary things and being truly in control of their own health, wealth and happiness. Knowledge plus action with a plan creates magical results. Introducing your host, Julie Hogbin, author, international speaker, mentor, disruptor, and creator of Conscious Leadership, and property investor living in the UK. Julie Hogbin here from Conscious Leadership and Women Into Business Academy. And this recording, this audio, this live, is in response to something that happened to me yesterday. And me being me, I went away and analysed what had happened to gain the learning from it for me and thought to share with you. So my belief, my absolute 100% belief is that we all have the right to express ourselves. We all have the right to our own opinion. We all have the right to make judgments linked to whatever it is that is going on for us. And I've got my notes on this because sometimes I go off on a tangent and waffle and don't always get the right information out. Um, We have the absolute right to leave relationships. We have the right to express ourselves, And along with those rights, we have the responsibility to do certain things. Um, And how we do any of those things, so whether it's expressing ourselves, whether it's leaving a relationship, Um, whether it's expressing our opinion, which is all to do with expression of our core beliefs, our core values, our core of whatever it is that makes us who we are. We all have that right. And of course, how we deliver that message and how we receive the message, so one person delivers it, one person receives it, really does help or hinder relationships. So, and that's in business and that is in life. So I started to think about what is it about how we interact that affects what we do. And of course, the key thing with all of this is that we, everything we read, everything we hear, everything we see, we take in through our own filters, whether that's what we see, whether that's what we hear, whether that's what we smell, whether that's what we touch, we take it in through our own filters. And our own filters, our own perceptions, our own sets of principles and values and beliefs are founded within us through, the majority of them are founded in us from a very early age. And then we add to them with all of our knowledge, all of our learning, all of our education and who we surround ourselves with. And the more we learn, the more we open ourselves to more information, more people, different views, different opinions, our filters expand. And what happened yesterday was, and this isn't about me, and this isn't about the the other individual within the scenario situation, but what happened yesterday was, um, somebody sent me a link to a poll, um, a link to a document to sign to put a um, proposition to government. 
And I thought, oh, that's interesting. Hadn't seen that before, read what it was about. And I posted it onto my timeline on, on sorry, onto my profile on Facebook. So if you want to see the discussion, you can find it. It's not hidden, nothing's been deleted. Now, what happened from that was that somebody I know came on board, um, expressed their opinion, which I didn't agree with. So there's an opinion from me by sharing the piece of information and then opinion by the individual on the piece of information that I shared. Now, this is interesting because our opinions, the judgments we had made from all of our background, all of our knowledge, all of our experiences, all of our beliefs, all of our values didn't agree. So that then got me to think about, okay, so that's that's fair. I am up for discussion. I am up for debate. Um, it's how we learn. It's how we create. It's how things get changed. It's basically what, how a lot of the world works. Discussion, debate, discussion, debate, decision made. Now, of course, when we're not in a formal discussion or a formal debate, we don't have to go through and live with the protocols that that ensues. But what we do show is that we really do show our own values and who we are as individual by how we respond. And I say respond rather than react. So react is a reactive situation, whereas a response is a considered reply, which when you really think about discussion and debate and moving forward, you need the responses rather than reactions. Now, I say that knowing that even with a reaction, it gives you something to work with to move forward. Now, I've done a lot of work with a lot of organisations over many years, decades, around whether we negotiate, whether we mediate, whether we arbitrate within the management and leadership position. And depending on who we are and our personality types, we'll tend to do one or more, or we'll flip from one to the other. Flipping from one to the other isn't helpful for that. But let me let me just come back to the beginning. So I have learned over the years that I am not afraid nor scared to express my opinion on something. Now, I have learned how to do that. I've had to learn how to do that because as a young child, I didn't. And that didn't get me where I needed to be. And being in business, working with senior management teams, working with partners within business, my partners within the business, if I didn't learn how to express myself, I didn't get what I needed. I didn't support the business in moving forward. Um, so I learned to do it over a number of years. So which then got me thinking, and this all come from something yesterday that happened, that then got me thinking about why do we not express ourselves as individuals? Why do we not express how we're feeling or what our opinion is on something? So again, I've thought about that, which is why this live's coming forward. So why do we not? Because we're scared. And what are we scared of? What are we fearful of? So scared, fearful, similar words, not the same, different meanings. But, you know, some of us feel scared. Some of us are fearful. For me, scared is a level above being fearful. Fearful I can manage. Scared, I'll think about it more, you know, like walking towards a, um, you know, a roaring tiger. No, I'm scared of that. 
walking towards um, a dog that is maybe looking a bit dodgy with a snarly teeth. I am, I am thoughtful of, I am fearful that maybe I might get bitten, but it's not like being eaten from a tiger. Don't know where that analogy just come from. So we're fear of what are we fearful of, what are we scared of, what are we not sure about? Is it the response of the other? Is it be about being judged? Is it about being laughed at? So if that they are our fears, they are our concerns, how we then express ourselves comes from a place of thought. It comes from a place of um, initial analysis of how we write or say what it is we're going to say. So, you know, I've got my notes today. No, no issue with that. Um, it comes from a place of thinking about in advance the reactions you may receive and then what might you do with those reactions when you receive them so you prepare yourself so five p's pre-planning prevents poor performance there's a sixth one which i'm not saying on live so you prepare yourself what for what might come you prepare yourself in how you write what you write you know what you're writing and you know why you're writing it so the responses not reactions the responses are more educated. Now I'm going to say this from a position of many, 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 many years ago, and this was a lesson I learned from my brother. I used to swear like a trooper. I was young, I didn't know any better, I hadn't had that education, I hadn't had that learning, I hadn't had judgments made against me, or not that I knew of. But clearly people were making judgments, a young woman swearing like a trooper. And my brother caught me once and he said to me something along the lines of, and it stuck with me for life, so I thank him for this. He said to me something along the lines of, the richness of the English language is so vast that when you swear, you're showing a lack of your knowledge of the English language. So if you use the English language well, there's a richness and a joy that you can enunciate yourself without resorting to swearing and it really truly stuck with me so I have a love of language I've had a love of language ever since from that day and that leads me to being able to respond it leads me to being able to express myself in a way that is non-judgmental I'm going to say I express my opinion, but it's non-judgmental. It leaves it open for people to discuss. It leaves it open for people to debate. So that got me to looking at the English language before I did this live. So um, opinion, we all have them. We all have a right to express them. My finger's out, means I'm serious. So what's an opinion? An opinion is a view formed about something. It is a judgment because we have the opinion, so we have made the judgment. And it's not necessarily based on fact or knowledge. That is important. So we have our opinions. Where do we get them from? What knowledge are they based upon? The broader our knowledge base, the greater our ability to debate, to discuss, to express our opinion gives us confidence. A judgment. The ability to make considered decisions or come to sensible conclusions. Now, sensible is a word that is sensible to what's sensible to one won't be sensible to another. But it's a judgment that we make from the information we have. Discussion. 
And this comes from the origin of, um, it's a Latin word, the original, uh, sorry, the origin of this word is from Latin and it means to investigate. So when you enter into a discussion, you are investigating the other person, the other thing, whatever it is you're investigating. It's the action of and process of talking about something in order to receive, uh, to reach a decision. Now, with this online world we live in, it's not always talking, it can be reading, because we're online, keyboard warriors come out. When we debate, it's a formal discussion of opposing agreements, uh, sorry, opposing views, opposing opinions. Now, generally, when you get into a debate, it is a more formal situation. And when you look at the definition of this, it quite often says that within a public meeting or a legislative assembly. Interesting. Um, we get into debates all the time within business and quite often you see debates occur online. And when you've got two people debating who know how to debate, it works really well. When you've got two people or one person not knowing how to debate, they don't have that skill set because it's exactly what it is. It leads to something not particularly nice. Um, and with a debate, and this is what it says, and again, it's very interesting, um, which generally or may lead to a, a vote to make the decision, which when you come back to judgment is exactly what law courts do. When you go into a court, when you go into a law, they make a judgment based on hearing both sides, two sides of the argument, two sides of the thing, whatever the thing is, and then they come to a decision. And if that decision in, in the UK, it's by jury, jury of 12, if that jury doesn't come to a decision, um, unanimous decision, goes into a different process. Now, linked into opinion and judgment, when you flip to opinionated and judgmental, it turns into a different meaning or a different concept. So opinionated, opinionated, and I am opinionated, you know, I am, um, part of me is proud to say I'm opinionated and sometimes I have to rein myself in on how opinionated I am and how I express it. So opinionated is characterized by conceited assertiveness and dogmatism. That's not pleasant. That's not a complimentary statement. So when we are opinionated, this is the definition, like it or lump it, like it, take it on board, think about it, review how we operate. We lay down principles as undeniably true without consideration of others. So again, think about how you express your opinions. Now, I know I can do this. I'm big enough. I'm old enough. And as somebody used to say to me, ugly enough to know when I am overstepping the mark. I have received feedback. I've taken it on board. So when I catch myself being opinionated, I consider what is going on for me internally and what filters are being applied. Now, judgmental. Having an overly critical point of view. And again, that is not the most positive thing to be for others when they are around you. So if we are opinionated and critical, really think about what that is from you 
and why that is happening. Now, I've analysed myself many years ago. I received a piece of feedback from somebody I respected very highly. We were partners within the last learning and development firm I was in. Her name was Janice Stanford. She's now unfortunately no longer with us. We were having a discussion about something. And I remember it to this day. I was walking across our office towards where we used to make tea. And I said something in the spur of the moment. And we were having a discussion as, as I was you know, transitioning across an office. And she burst out laughing and said to me, you are one of the most judgmental people I have ever met. And it stopped me in my tracks. And I turned around and I said, what on earth do you mean? This was many years ago. This was probably 20 years ago now, two decades. I've been in learning and development for 10 years at this point, working with leadership teams. And I said, to her, what on earth do you mean? Anyway, she gave me really valuable feedback. I took it on board, didn't like it at the time. I took it on board and I have done something with it ever since. And I do know I can still be opinionated and judgmental. I were, I'm working on it. I'm still a work in process. Nobody is perfect, people. Anyway, so coming back to why do some of us, why are some of us able to express ourselves and some of us aren't? Why are some of us able to put our opinions out there and why some of us aren't? And we, I would suggest, I'm making no judgments on people, it really serves us to be able to express our opinion and our views. It really serves us to learn how to do that in a way that enables people to hear them or read them which then led me to think about, okay, so this thing that happened yesterday when I analysed it, looked back on it, I thought, where on earth did that come from? Because the post I had posted was not really about the thing that um, created this discussion. It was like, where did that come from? And something happened this morning. So I read a post, I'm online, I, you know, I comment, follow me on Facebook, follow me on LinkedIn, follow me wherever you are. Um, uh, you know, your choice, of course, not instructing you to do that but if you want to hear more please do I've got a lot of knowledge to share um, and I read something this morning from a friend and what I read was I believe in mandatory vaccinations there I have said it and I thought that's not that's not this person I know she doesn't believe in mandatory vaccinations I read it three times talk about read through your filters I read it three times and on the third time I read it, what I actually read was, I believe in mandatory vacations. There, I've said it. Now, I burst out laughing knowing I was coming on to do this live today, to do this audio for the podcast today, Conscious Leadership Podcast. If you're not there, follow me. There's lots of information on that for how we operate as leaders consciously. I burst out laughing and thought I have to share this within this live because not only do we filter what we hear and what we listen to and when we have the whole thing in front of us we filter through visual, vocal and verbal but of course if we don't have that we also filter through our eyes and what we read. Now, because this thing was yesterday was about vaccinations and vaccinations are so prevalent in the media um, across every platform you look at. It's almost like you cannot get away from the conversation of vaccinations. 
that's what I read rather than vacation. Now, of course, they both be start with V-A-C. I didn't get past the first three letters of the word before in my mind I'd finished it off. It's what we do. It's part of how we read. We associate in to what we know is how adult, we all do it. Children do it, probably not as much as adults, but as adults, we short circuit. It's what we do. It's normal. Um, so I had to laugh. I had to share. Well, I had to I had to share it. I wanted to share it because I, it made me laugh. And I thought, this is so true. This is so useful to share this morning. Um, so what else do I want to say? Everything we do is through our own filters. Our own filters are restricted by what we know, what we see, what we hear. What we know, what we see, what we hear is filtered through who we associate with, who we learn from, what we learn and where we look to learn from. How broad is our world? How wide is our world for the information that we access? The narrower our world, the narrower our knowledge. The narrower our world, the wisdom that we have sits in that world, in that narrow band. The wider our world and the wider we learn, our wisdom comes from a wider perspective. Now, I'm making no judgment on anybody because we are all where we are with what we have. We are all where we are with what we know. We are all where we are with who we associate with. We are all where we are because that's where we choose to be. And our choice is absolutely right for us where we are now, what we know now, what we believe in now. When somebody first asked me oh, decades ago, and I will say decades ago, because I'm quite embarrassed by what I said. When somebody said to me many, 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 many years ago, what do you believe in? And I remember this to the day, my response was, I don't have beliefs. Oh. Every single one of us have beliefs. Whether we know what they are or not is an entirely different matter. Those beliefs, those values drive us. They drive our every behaviour, they drive our every interaction, they drive our every they drive everything we do. If we know what they are, and this is what conscious leadership is about, if you bring your underlying values and beliefs to the, to the fore, if you raise them to become conscious, then you work out whether they serve you, whether they disserve you, and then what you can do about them. But without knowing what they are, how do we become a conscious leader? Now, what also happened yesterday is that the discussion became personal became very personal from um, an individual who really does not know who I am. And the judgments about that were quite enlightening to me. Um, and again, this is where when people express their views and their opinions, it is about them. It comes from them. It's not you. It is coming their opinions, their views, their expression is coming through their filters. It's not about you. And when people are judgmental and when people are opinionated in a personal way, 
as the person that's expressed themselves, so i.e. me in this case, you can't take that personally because it's not about you, it's about them. Now, there's a massive learning in that and there is a massive learning in being able to do that and do that well and not take that on board personally. Now, had there been a proper discussion and a proper debate, had what had been written been read properly as such without the filters, so the analysis of pure words, pure fact, pure what this thing was, some of the statements, I believe, may not have been made. And who knows, because I am not them, they are not me. But the judgment, the judgmental words, the opinionated um, process that went through was enlightening. Now, I have been blocked by the individual that um, made the statements even before I could put my final statement in, but I did. It's in the thread. Go and have a read. It's interesting. Um, it's a, a, a thread I would suggest you can learn from if you choose to. And of course, that is your choice. <laughs> I'm not making any dogmatic, opinionated views here. And of course, I am in reality. Um, but with care and consideration for others. So I do have opinions. I have very strong opinions about you. Know, lots of things in reality. Um, and I express them from a responsive way more often than not. So think about, um, we all have a right to express our opinions. We all have a right to, um, we all have the right to make our own judgments on stuff. Uh, we all have the right to leave relationships when we want to do that. We all have the right to express ourselves and how we do that is absolutely entirely our choice. But think about when you express yourself, which we all should do, it's how things move forward. It's how people learn. It's how we um, create self-esteem. It's how our confidence grows. We all need to be doing this. But to be silent is not good. Unless it really works for you. I haven't met many people in a very long life and with over three decades of learning and development with you know senior leadership teams within business, those that don't express themselves generally aren't the best version of themselves they can be and generally do not support the business in moving forward. Now, sometimes when you're at those high levels, um, how you opine yourself um, it can be almost dictatorial and we have to be very careful. I say we, me as well, because I know what my tendencies are. I've learned about me. We have to be very careful about that. And we have to be very, we have to be conscious of being a dictator, being a complete laissez-faire manager, if we take this into business, or being in that middle where we can collaborate. Now, I'm not saying we don't have to dictate at times. Of course we do. Sometimes there are absolutely no, no point in having the discussion when you're in a leadership management position. Of course there isn't. You don't, you don't want debate on certain things. There is no room for debate on certain things. And of course there are on others. So we have to be conscious around where we do what we do and how we do what we do. What we have to be really conscious about is whether we are talking personally, expressing ourselves personally, or whether it's with fact and evidence, whether we are making statements or whether we are asking questions. Making statements doesn't, doesn't teach you anything. Asking questions does. Whether we are making a judgment and being judgmental or whether we are investigating, so looking for more information. Whether we are coming from aspiration because we are just beyond our tether with the thing or whether we're coming from care 
and whether we are prepared to ask the questions. Um, and exasperation, I looked it up before I said it, intense irritation and annoyance. Hmm. I think there was some of that going on yesterday for whatever reason, not my business. Um, so when we express ourselves, be prepared, be prepared for what comes back at you. Um, be prepared for the emotion that the response or the reaction that comes back at you creates because it does. So be prepared for that. Good, bad, indifferent. Um, I had some emotional responses yesterday because of what was said and who was brought into the discussion, which was very close to my heart um, and very raw for me. So, you know, consider that uh, because people throw all sorts of things. When you express yourself and your opinion, people throw all sorts of things at you. They drag things up from the past that you sort of go, where did that come from? Anyway, be prepared. Um, it's not about you. It is about them and how they express themselves and what beliefs and values they have. Um, and then how we deal with that. If you get the opportunity to deal with that, that's a whole nother thing. I'll do another live on it. Um, now, I don't have the opportunity to deal with anything from yesterday because I've been blocked. Does that bother me? No, it doesn't actually. Um, I'm not surprised. It doesn't bother me. I thought about it a lot yesterday. I thought about it a lot. I thought about it yesterday. I analysed it. That is what I do. Um, I'm talking about it now. So clearly it did bother me, but that was probably more about the personal stuff that was brought into the discussion, or well, it wasn't a discussion, that was brought into the open forum rather than anything else, to be honest. It's not, it's not about me. I actually am not that bothered. I'm not, am I that bothered? Again, I'm still thinking about it. Um, as of this live, I have um, expunged my botherness about what happened. I truly hope you found this helpful. Um, it's probably gone on a bit longer than I was expecting it to. Uh, if you want to ask me any questions, as per normal, I'm always here to help. Um, I'm always here to support. So please ask any questions you want and I'll see you later. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. You can contact Julie on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest and hear me out. Please subscribe to her YouTube channel for how-to videos and more content. And please message Julie to have your questions answered. Until next time, remember, knowledge plus action with a plan creates magical results. See it, say it, write it, believe it and achieve it.